0: Welcome to the Pure Christ Podcast, a podcast where I talk about my life through Christ and the plans that He has in store for me. 1 Timothy 4.12 says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in faith, and in purity. Hello everyone and welcome to this February Wednesday morning So today's episode, I want to talk about the pure movies and two specific movies come to mind. They are Christian based movies and they're absolutely one of my, or two, I guess, of my comfort movies and I love them so, so much. And so I want to talk to you guys about the Christian um, messages behind them and different aspects of how the movies speak about Christianity and religion and worshiping the Lord. Um, So, yeah. Also, just a quick side note, if my voice, like, sounds raspy and, like, I don't know, like, a lot lower than it normally is, is because, so it's, the day that I'm um, recording this episode, it's Sunday, and so yesterday was February 5th, and we had winter formal. Um, My school had winter formal, and so, Just screaming all the songs and just having a good time caused my voice to be a little worn out. But anyway, anyway, so the two Christian movies that I'm wanting to talk about have a truly powerful message behind them. One of them is on Netflix and another one has a Dan and Shay song at the end, which if you know me, I love listening to Dan and Shay and I don't listen to country music much on my own time that much anymore, but when I do, Dan and Shay is definitely one of the favorite um, artists that I listen to Anyway, so the two movies that I'm wanting to talk about is called the shack and a week away two Completely different movies with the same outlook on life basically So first I want to talk about the shack which by the way if you haven't seen any of these movies I will be talking about them With as much detail as possible and there will be some spoilers so, just telling you now, full warning, there's going to be some spoilers of these movies, but I definitely recommend. So, first, we're going to be talking about The Shack. Now, The Shack is the movie that I mentioned that has the Dan and Shay song at the end. It's called When I Pray For You, and it's a really good song, and if you watch the music video, it does have some clips of the movie itself. Um, so, yeah, so I am D.B.'s description of the movie is, a grieving man receives a mysterious personal invitation to meet with God at a place called the shack. But there is so much more to that than just that one sentence description. Just a basic introduction of the movie is that you have the main character, his name is Mac, and he is struggling in his faith with God, especially ever since his daughter got kidnapped and child molested and basically passed away. Which, this movie just has such a sensitive topic, especially since Mac is trying to find his way through this entire time, like, through the entire movie, he's trying to find his way to forgiving this man for taking his, like, four- or five-year-old daughter from him, and it's such a sensitive topic to discuss and to talk about, especially if you've never witnessed or gone through something like that, it's such a sensitive topic, but it's so important especially because you just have to have faith within God and you have to be able to forgive because that's the next step for spiritual growth. Which, Speaking of which, there are really, there are three really important faith lessons that I have realized and that I have attained from watching this movie. And those three are that God is really good, relationship over religion, and forgiveness is the key to spiritual growth. So the first topic that I want to get into is that God is really good. And a verse that I want to associate this with is Psalm 105. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. The Bible discusses just how great God is, but we tend to forget the evil of the world that we live in. Now, a lot of our world is amazing with beautiful people and beautiful traditions and that everyone is different and unique in their own way because God created them to be that way but not every aspect of the world is like that there are some dark people there are some like sketchy dark alleyways where bad things can happen but God is really good and he will always be there for you despite all the bad despite all the evil and everything God's goodness is truly shown within this movie, especially whenever he shows concern for Mac's traumatic past by taking the shape of a kind woman who offered him pie when he was a boy. Within this movie, The Shack, um, after, and I'll talk about this more in the third bullet point about like forgiveness is the key to spiritual growth, but within this movie, Mac is brought back to The Shack Where he found his daughter's basically like bloody dress just laying on the floor and she wasn't there or anything. And so he was heartbroken obviously and just in pain and just so, so, I don't even know another word. Just he was so upset and just truly feeling that he will never be able to see his little daughter again. And so... After that day, basically, he gets brought back to the shack after he received a letter. And he thought his neighbor had done it, which his neighbor is um, portrayed by Tim McGraw. And so he thought that his neighbor gave him a letter to bring him back to the shack. And he was like, no, I never did anything like that. Like, maybe you should go back and just see who's ever trying to mess with you. And so he was brought back to the shack and basically... I think he oh it's been so long since I've seen the movie I think he like either got knocked out or he just like passed out because it was really cold because this this was during winter time when he uh, returned to the shack um I'm not exactly sure but he was basically taken to this different place like I guess either like in his mind or just um he was like in like a had an epiphany or something um But he was taken to this place, this beautiful, beautiful place, and God was there. And God was portrayed by three different actors and act three different actors. Um well one actor, two actresses, three different people. And basically that also goes into play with the Holy Trinity, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Basically, that's who these three people were portraying. They were all calling themselves God. They were all calling themselves Jesus because they are the Holy Trinity, and all of them are God. So one of the actresses that were portraying God, um, she basically created herself like in an image that he was more comfortable with as a boy, and so when he was when Mac was little, he. His father was an abusive alcoholic, but they always attended church. But, you know, um, I think I said this in the previous episode, like you can be a Christian. You can attend church, but that doesn't mean you're a strong Christian. That doesn't mean that you follow his word every single day of your life, every single aspect, no matter how difficult. And so his Mac's father was like that. He was an alcoholic and he was abusive towards his wife and Mac even. and But they still attended church and they went on with life as as people saw them as a christian family even though that's not what really happened deep down within their family. And so whenever his father would get this way, Mac would always just take a little walk and this lovely woman would always offer him pie and just to talk if he wanted to, just to hang out on her front porch if he wanted to. And that's what I mean when also I say God really is good. And he can show through in any way, in any person, just by the simplest little acts. And it's truly beautiful. And that's a beautiful aspect of the world that I'm so thankful that we have. Because the little things really do matter. And a lot of people say, oh, I want expensive cars. Oh, I want expensive things. But that doesn't make you truly happy. And it is kind of cheesy. But happiness really is the key to everything. And especially if you find happiness and Pleasantness and just, oh, I can't find the word, but just being content with God and just being truly happy within Him. And that's when you're going to find your happiness. That's when you're going to find your true self and who you really believe yourself to be. The next point that I want to move on to is relationship over religion. And when I say this, I don't mean boyfriend and girlfriend over going to church, I mean a relationship with God. Over just saying that you're a Christian, which basically I'm also just saying that this is just means that you're a strong Christian and that you follow his word every single day. You are listening to worship music. You are praising his name. You are calling out to him. You're praying to him. Even when you're happy, sad, you're praying always and you're just having a true relationship with God. And I believe this is very important because reading the word and understanding the different books of the Bible are one thing, but maintaining a relationship with God is the best thing that one can do. Now, many of us have grown up on religion, attending church and reading the Bible, but that doesn't mean that we actually have a relationship with God. Much like Mac, he always grew up um, going to church. He always grew up like knowing the word, like they would read the Bible, they would sing songs within church. But he never, like, truly maintained that relationship with God, and that's why he was brought back to the shack. That's why he had to go back and see the Holy Trinity and, like, experience them and, like, see all the aspects that they can do and they can change and help his life. Now, there are many aspects to one's life that they tend to remember, namely the negative or abusive ones in which Mac's father was to him, that makes us question how we see God. Instead of seeing God as a moral monster who will inevitably send us downstairs to live in an eternity of fire and suffering, the Shack portrays him just as he is, a kind, loving, and merciful God who only wants a relationship for his beautiful creations. A Bible verse that is actually a part of a week away too, but it goes with this um, topic specifically too is Jeremiah 29:11 and it reads: for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Moving on to the third topic of this movie is that forgiveness is the key to spiritual growth. Now, this is basically how the entire movie starts to pan out in the biggest spoiler that I could give you. Um, so one day, Mac and his family went on a camping trip. And his oldest son and daughter were on the lake. And they tip over because his daughter is like, hey, look at me, dad, look at me. And then they fall, their canoe tips over, and the son gets trapped. So Mac races in there. He saves both of them. And then while he, all of this is happening, you know, their, their youngest daughter is just drawing, just doodling um, back at the camper. Um, she is just doing whatever, and then Mac sees that his son and daughter are in the lake, and they tip over, and so he races to save them, and so while this is happening, Mac returns, and his youngest daughter is gone, um, so she gets kidnapped, and he calls the police, and when they finally find her later that night, they wind up at, as the movie is called, the old shack, the shack, and all that was left, the only thing that was left of her was some... And I I hate saying this. some like drops of blood and the small dress that she was wearing that day. I just it's such a sensitive subject, and I don't like talking about it much, but it's something that people do need to talk about and they do need to understand. And so obviously, if you were in this situation, it would be so hard to forgive that one person. And as ma Ugh, sorry, as Mac does like many of us, he tends to go around and only focuses on the pain only focuses on the anger until it finally takes over and it changes everything with that being said as anger takes over and it changes everything one of the actors portraying god in this movie states when all you see is your pain perhaps then you lose sight of me i am just gonna let that sink in for a second when all you see is your pain perhaps then you lose sight of me. And I feel like this is basically saying that when all you see is your pain, when all you see is your anger, when all you see is frustration and sadness and just the negative thoughts and emotions and feelings, whenever that is all you see, that's all you crowd your and flood your mind with, then you will lose sight of God. Then you won't think Oh, maybe I should pray about it. Maybe I should talk to God about it. Let me just read the Bible and everything will be okay. Let me just worship, listen to music, and make myself feel better. And that is what I feel like a lot of us will do, even though it might make you feel better. And, like, a lot of people say, do good things because that will make you feel better. But, like, maybe it will only make you feel better in that moment. But if you continue your walk through God, if you continue your faith, continue your prayer, continue reading the Word then you'll feel more content. And if you pray about it, God will allow you to feel more content with your life and through him and everything within you, I feel like personally will be a lot better. And I'm going to do a little personal experience too. Um, So last night, like I said, I went to my school's winter formal at this um, place on our square and so, there were times when I just felt off and just wasn't the best. Like, obviously, like, within a dance, like, you want to have fun. Like, you're feeling great. And so, this was actually only the third ever dance I've ever been to. Um, both of the first dances I went to, I had dates. And so, like, there was someone I could dance with. There was someone, like, to do the slow dancing with. But for this dance, I didn't have a date because I was I mainly went um, – to my winter formal, because I could, <laughs> because I could get extra credit <laughs> for one of my classes, for one of my AP classes. Um, that's one of the main reasons that I convinced my dad to go to allow me to go without a date and everything. <clears throat> and I know a lot of people are saying like, you don't have to go with a date; you can just go out with your friends and have a better time. And yeah, that's true. But it's just like, I don't know. It's not really like a restriction or like a rule in my house. But it's just, like, my dad would prefer for me to have a date um, because, I mean, it's just for being, I don't want to sound, like, sexist or feminist or whatever, but, like, just being, like, the girl, it's, like, nice to have someone pay for your ticket to, like, buy you dinner or, like, buy you, like, a little corsage or something and just have someone to, like, slow dance with. And um, it's just... It's nice, you know, to have a date, but last night I didn't, I didn't have a date, and so one of my other guy friends didn't have a date, and so a slow dance song came on, and I was, like, I was gonna go up to him, and I, I was, like, literally, like, on the verge, and I was debating, and I was, like, okay, I'm gonna just go up and ask him, just, like, hey, like, do you want to just dance, like, slow dance, like, it doesn't mean much, because me and him, like, had I had history before, And I was, like, going to go up to him and be like, hey, do you just want to dance? Like, it's not much of a big deal. And as I was debating this, as I was talking to my other friend about this, it was just he ended up (laughs) going for one of my other friends that didn't have a date. And it was just kind of put me in an awkward situation. And so at the time, I just felt really, like, off. Like, during that time of the dance, I just felt really off until, like, another really good, like, dancey song came on. But just, I felt off. I felt kind of sad. I just, I felt, like, a little bit angry. Um, It's just, it was just, like, a kind of a lot of emotions that I was feeling, a lot of negative emotions. And so, I just didn't know much how to feel. And so, again, that brings me back to this saying, when all you see is your pain, perhaps then you lose sight of me. And so, in that moment... And this was just like last night. Like This wasn't like a few years ago. This was just last night. And in that moment, I felt off and I felt pain. And I, I'm i going to be honest. Like I feel like I did lose sight of God because in that time, I wasn't thinking, it's okay. God has a plan. It's okay. He's there for me. Like, I know he is. Deep down, like, I truly believe it. I truly understand. I know he's there for me. But just in that moment, that wasn't the first thing on my mind all that I was thinking about the first thing on my mind was okay um so we're gonna do that now like (laughs) I was just like looking over at, at them dancing and I was like oh so we're gonna do that now um and so all I saw was my pain and that's all I could focus on um And so God wasn't the first thing on my mind, even though he is, right. like, obviously, like, right now I'm talking about him. He's the first thing on my mind. He's the first thing on my mind that I want to talk to when I wake up. And when I, the first thing that on my mind, when I want to talk to him to go to bed, um, and just always like throughout the day, he should be the first thing on my mind, but just in that moment, he wasn't, and he needs to be, he should always be on your mind. And I'm going to say this one more time because I'm just truly letting this message sink in. When all you see is your pain, perhaps then you lose sight of me. Also, just, like, a quick note, I feel like I'm talking, like, so fast, but it's because when I'm truly passionate about something, when I know what I want to say, I talk fast. Um, so, if you ever need me to slow it down, just <laughs> let me know. Um, but also, like, still carrying on with the same theme, forgiveness is the key to spiritual growth. Uh, excuse me, The forgiveness is the key to spiritual growth. Um, this movie is truly powerful, The Shack, in the sense that forgiveness is a very hard thing to do, especially from Mac's perspective. In order to grow spiritually, you have to be able to forgive. In order for Mac to grow spiritually, he had to forgive his father for being an abusive drunk. He had to forgive the serial killer or the child molester who took... Mac's daughter from him. He had to forgive both of those people, which was the hardest thing he's ever had to do in his life, especially that serial killer, especially his father. Those specific aspects are the hardest things that he's ever had to forgive. And so like last night, again, bringing back to what I was talking about, it's it's hard kind of to think about because it's like last night like I want to be like oh yeah winter formal was like one of the better dances like it was better than homecoming because to be honest the music was better than homecoming um but just thinking about like all the negative things that happen it's just like people tend to only focus on the negative things of a good situation because if you're in a really good situation if everything's like really going good then the negative things that happen will just kind of smash all the good down and that's all you're going to end up thinking about. And so I'm trying to like alter my mind so I can just focus more on what happened positively because like there were a lot of positive things that happened that night and there was only like two or three aspects that were negative but just like those two or three small things will just outweigh the good and make it me only, make me only focus on what happened that was bad. And I don't want to think like that. I don't want that to actually happen. I mean, forgiveness is hard, yes. But with God assisting you, with God being completely devoted to you and you being devoted to him back, it is completely doable. Forgiveness is such an easy thing with God assisting you, with God there to help you out. now now i want to move on to my other comfort movie which is called a week away and this movie is on netflix so if any of you um are interested then i definitely recommend reading not reading excuse me watching a week away on netflix it has um bailey madison and kevin quinn who if you don't know, Kevin Quinn was on a Disney Channel show called Bunked, and Bailey Madison was actually on Wizards of Waverly Place when she was really little. She played, um, like when Max accidentally turned himself into a girl, um, she played Maxine, which was Max, um, in a girl form. Um, but anyway, so now moving on to A Week Away, this movie is about a troubled teenager. His name is William, Will Hawkins, um, William Hawkins, portrayed by Kevin Quinn, who attends this summer church camp. Now, throughout this movie, he discovers his true faith, and he finds himself again through the glory of God. And a few lessons that I've uncovered from watching a week away is receiving redemption, finding worth within God's grace, and leaning on God even when life gets tough. Now, when I say that William Hawkins was a troubled teen, I'm saying that with that, he was an orphan, and I don't know exactly how his parents passed. Um, I don't know if we've actually, like, specifically uncovered that, um, but something happened, and he's been in foster care. He's been in children's homes his most of his life, and um, he it's just not a life for him, and so he's always been on the run. He's always just moved on. And he's run from the law because the actually the opening of this movie is him running from um, the cops because he stole a police car. Um, and so he's on the brink of going to juvie. And that's when this really sweet Christian lady uh, comes in and is like, Will, if you want, um, you can come to this church camp or this summer camp and here's my son George if you can meet him and we'll all have a good time And he doesn't realize it till he gets there that this place is actually a church camp and so literally after it's like a musical uh movie and so literally after the first song and dance number um he's like hey you didn't tell me this was church camp like what in the world um so yeah that's just basically a little like extra kind of rundown of the movie so moving on um, so the first life lesson that I want to talk about is redemption. Um, I believe that everyone deserves redemption. Everyone deserves a second chance. Um, and so, you know, Will is troubled. Will, um, he stole stolen a cop car. He actually sold or he, um, offered his high school on Craigslist, as they mentioned in the movie. And apparently he's gotten three offers. So I don't know who wants to buy a high school, but there you go. Um, so he is troubled, but he is given a second chance when Kristen and George, which is the mother and son, when they offer him to go to this camp and that's when, like, he truly sees, like, okay, God is with me. Even, even though I don't have my parents, even though they did pass away, God is still with me. This, like, basically by the end of the movie, this is what he finds out. So he's given another chance to move forward and not return from the troubled life of running from foster parents in group homes. Avery, who is our other main character, she's portrayed by Bailey Madison. She's happy to help him and show him just how loved he is. And they actually have an argument about that um, right before he sings a song about his worth and actually like believing that God is good. Um, So she's allowing him that second chance to just Be himself and by bringing him closer to God to by simply being herself she she lost her mother so that's something that her and Will can relate to a little bit and so he believes her to be perfect he they actually have this little moment um, in the movie and he says you really are perfect aren't you and she's just like no like I I don't like that word because there's no real way of being perfect. Um, because I'm going to be honest, like, everyone is not perfect, whether they think they are perfect or not. The only perfect person ever is God. God is perfect, and he created us imperfectly to be our own unique selves. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people know, obviously, but they don't really think about it much until it gets brought up because it's just something really nice and that God created us uniquely to be imperfect. Um, in his own perfect image. We are perfect to him, but of course, amongst ourselves, we're not perfect, but we are unique and we are special and different in his own way. So, the second topic that I want to bring up is finding worth within God's grace. It's not difficult to find worth within God's grace if you wish for it, if you ask upon it. And as I've said in my previous episode, the best form of communication with God is through prayer. I mean, how else is he to know what you're asking of him or what you just want to talk about to him if you don't pray about it? Like you, if there's something truly on your mind, if there's something that you truly just want to get off your chest, just talk to him about it. Just open a conversation. Even if it seems like you're not talking to anyone, even if it just seems like you're sitting there just saying random things. He is listening. He's always listening if you're, if your intentions are to talk to him. He will be there to listen to you. He will be there to give you guidance, whether speaking to you directly or indirectly or through somebody else. He is there for you despite everything that you've done. He's there for you despite everything. Um, so one of the other biggest lessons that I have learned within a week away that falls under this category is that you are loved and you are good enough and there is a song that I that's actually kind of one of my favorite songs from the movie called good enough and it's basically talking about um these two uh George and Avery's friend um gosh I can't think of her name um Presley Yeah. So George and Presley, basically they are in love with each other, but they don't know how each other feels. And they're just like, oh, I don't know if I'm even good enough for him. Like Presley's like, I don't, I wonder if I'm good enough. I don't even know if I'm good enough for him. And then George is thinking the exact same thing. Like, I'm not good enough for her. Like, am I worthy of her? Am I good enough for her? Like they're literally like talking about the exact same thing and they love each, they actually like really strongly like each other. Um, I don't want to go as far as love yet because I'm really hoping there's a sequel um, and hopefully we'll uncover their relationship more, but they truly do like each other and they are just wondering if they're good enough and that's basically the entire topic of the song. Um, And so another topic, as I said a second ago, is that you are loved and um, Avery and Will end up having an argument later in the movie, closer to the end um where she is saying just get back in because the- he you know he's a troubled teen so he's leaving the camp because um his secret got out that he's a troubled kid and he actually isn't much into god as um all these other kids but obviously by the end he's like fully developed in god fully because of avery because of her help um And so they literally have this, they really have this argument and she says, you are so loved. And he's asking by who God? And she says, yes. And then he brings up his parents and he says, then where was he? Where was he when my parents passed? Where was he when, um, when he took them from me? He's, um, Will Hawkins said that where was God when he took, no, ripped my parents from me? Those were his, um words. And so um Avery's just trying to like help him and be like, I know you're not gonna understand this now, but everything will be okay. And basically, um, they have an argument, he says something wrong, she goes off, and then he sings a song, um, and then he finally finds his worth within God. So within that song called This Is Where I Belong, kind of self explanatory with the title, he understands that with God that's where he belongs, like in the camp, worshiping God with Avery helping him along the way. That's where he truly belongs. And so, a Bible verse that I want to tie into this is Romans. We're I'm a I'm gonna read from Romans eight thirty eight to eight thirty nine. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So basically this verse is saying that nothing, nothing at all can separate us from God's love. Like not death, not life, angels or demons, the present, the future, powers, height or depth, anything in creation, nothing can separate us from the love that God has for us. I feel like it's just so hard to believe and so hard to put into words how much God loves us. And he expresses it every single day in the littlest and simplest of things. And whether we catch it or not, we know that he loves us. And also this is kind of, I guess a tie into Valentine's Day because by the time I upload this episode, it's going to be the ninth and my third episode is going to be past Valentine's Day. So this also kind of ties into that. Um... God just loves us so much and it's just such a nice thing to think about that whether you're in your stage of singleness like I am currently and I actually prayed about um, earlier um, this morning that you're in your singleness whether you're in your singleness whether you're married or dating or talking to somebody whether it's complicated whatever your situation may be there is still someone out there who loves you and truly appreciates you and that's God And if you need someone to talk to, he will always be there for you, despite everything. The third topic that I want to get into about a week away is to lean on God when life gets tough. And this is mainly, again, just kind of saying, um, basically just what I've been saying um, a little bit within this episode and definitely from last week's episode that prayer is the way to truly communicate with God, is that when life is hard and you need someone to be there for you god is he will always be there for you all you need to do is pray to him he will always be there when you call when you pray he is listening when you don't pray he is still listening but it's when you do that he feels that your relationship with him is growing stronger when you pray to him your relationship grows when you don't pray to him and you just ramble on about stuff he's still listening to you whether you acknowledge his presence or not regardless of what you're doing. God is watching you. God is listening to you. He, even like during a dance, like when our formal last night, like when all the really hype songs that everyone's so obsessed about, when all those comes on, God is still watching over you. He is still listening to you. Even even when you're not completely focused on him, he is still there for you. And as a, because he, huh, I cannot get my words straight, but when he is watching over you you should be watching out for him you should be listening to him you should be reading his word because that's when he can truly speak out to you Um, and especially when you pray like that's when he knows okay my child is truly talking to me about something deep and needs my guidance or needs my support or needs my forgiveness or just wants to talk to me about stuff and it's just so nice to know that he is there for us despite everything as I've mentioned before Um, God's love is just so great and your relationship with him grows stronger every single day that you worship him and you follow in his word. And so that is a little bit of a wrap. (laughs) Not a little bit, actually. That is kind of a wrap on today's episode. It was a lot longer, um, I think than last week's episode, which I'm so thankful for because I do... I do like short podcast episodes because it's just like kind of quick and you can just like listen and be done um not necessarily like be done but you can just like listen to it if you have like a time crunch and you just want to listen to a podcast but I also like longer episodes like for those days when you just need something just to listen to just to put on um so I'm really glad that this episode was I think a lot longer um Yeah. So thank you all for listening to today's episode of the pure Christ podcast. I encourage you all to watch those movies because they are simply amazing. Um, again, you can find a week away on Netflix. Um, I don't know exactly about the shack, but if you find the movie, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth the watch. Um, so I want to do again, the same concluding message that I do, um, after I pray, I just want to say that again, real quick. Father, thank you for everything that you have done, for everything that you will do, and everything that you are currently doing. Father, I truly love and appreciate you so much, and I want to thank you for everything that you've done um, in my life, in my friend's life, in my family's life, and everything. I love and appreciate you so much and could not ask for anything better. In your holy name, Father, I want to pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Pure Christ Podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode next week.